Welcome to the Creatrix CEO podcast, the spiritual business podcast for women with vision. Designed for spiritual entrepreneurs that are breathing life into heart-centered businesses, the Creatrix CEO podcast dives deep into the energetics of business expansion by exploring how we can return to our purest and most authentic selves, take up obscene amounts of space, embody our most extra self-expression, dismantle the weight of other opinions, and remember our sacred divine power to create whatever we envision for ourselves as women. Hosted by business doula, strategist, and coach Carly Chetton, this show explores what it means to build unshakable trust in ourselves, fearlessly follow our most heartfelt desires, curate unfuckwithable levels of soul sovereignty, and become absolute goddesses of self-devotion. Join us for conversations around all matters, spiritual business strategy, life purpose, soul healing, feminine-led business, and more. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode, and let's go ahead and dive on in. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Creatrix CEO podcast. I am grinning ear to ear right now in recording this first episode. Uh, This podcast has been written on my heart for a while to create, and so I'm sitting down and I'm getting the the intro and the outro recorded today, and I was like, why not just record the first episode too, and um, I just got my the cover for the podcast created, and it's just a lot of really amazing, fun, new energy that I'm inviting in with creating this show, so thank you so much for being here with me and for listening. Um... Yeah, I'm just super excited to have a new format beyond Instagram. I think my Instagram captions can get a little unyieldy, and that's another reason why I'm so excited to have like a longer form of content that I can create is actual podcast episodes now because I just have a lot to say, okay? So yeah, um, for this first episode, since I'm starting off the pod, I think at the beginning of 2023, I've been doing some really deep reflection off of my my th- it's like my second full year in business, technically like my third one uh, in 2022. And I hit some really awesome milestones. And I, I figured maybe this first episode could be dedicated towards the wisdom and the realizations and all the the good, you know, come to Jesus moments that <laughs> have, um, as business always does, brought me to greater awareness to myself. So For this first episode, I really want to dive into the milestone of reaching multiple six figures in revenue for my year this past year for transparency. Um, I think I came in around like 200 to 20, maybe somewhere around like 215 to 20 in terms of total revenue, which um, I want to be super transparent around that because I don't know that a lot of people in the coaching industry are very transparent around what they actually mean in terms of revenue. So for me, um, I actually only received uh, like 155000 in cash received for 2022. And then the remainder of that 200 plus figure is in sales that were from unrealized cash from deals that I closed, but did not come into cash flow for my business. So um, I still consider that to be a massive milestone because my push goal was to reach 200000 uh, this past year. I didn't think that that was going to be a possibility. And um, I definitely see the total revenue figure as it's definitely meeting that. So um, I would be lying if I said I wasn't proud of getting myself to this point because when I first started out as a freelancer, 
I was hoping for maybe making $50,000 a year. I wanted to make what I was making at my, my past corporate job. And so, uh, obviously I've blown that out of the water, which is fucking awesome. Um, the journey took a lot of twists and turns though. And I think the biggest and maybe most unexpected, uh, turn that I've navigated is really how I've evolved my relationship to money as an entrepreneur. I think that talking about money can be very divisive in this space, but the truth is that it really is the most tangible metric of success for many of us that are entrepreneurs. So while our friends in corporate roles have promotions or raises, we have the amount of cash that we're bringing in each month. And until recently, really the high achiever in me had really rallied around this. I read, you know, the magical stories about money manifestation. I got you know, pulled into the beautiful wild world of Amanda Francis, who is, if you haven't looked into her work before, um, is the author of the book. It's called Rich as Fuck. Um, And she, I think, played such an important role in helping me heal my relationship to money, help me understand that I was worth charging what I wanted to be charging. Um, I was inspired by the concept of having a 50K cash month or the million dollar year, the buying a Tesla with cash. Like when I first started, especially when you're really trying to prove that you can actually do this (laughs) and you actually can create your own stability in contrast with a corporate job, um, focusing on money is really, really common. And I, I think it's the most tangible and like more 3D metric for understanding like, okay, I do have this. Like I can earn, I can create this security for myself you know, I have this blanket, I have my, my cushion with money. Um, egoic as it sounds too, and and I'm a little bit shy to admit this, but, um, I was really motivated too by the idea of showing everyone who's doubted or condescended me over the years that I could make more money than them. Um, but as I've gone, (laughs) as I've gone deeper, I think into, really understanding and examining where I derive my sense of self-worth, the more I've begun, I think, to really unravel the layers that are surrounding my view of myself as a successful entrepreneur. And the more that I've really begun to tap into the values that are true for me. Um, And, you know, I've, I've made friends and made connections with other women in this space that, you know, started their businesses at around the same time that I did. And, you know, we've had some conversations around what do we really want and, I had a friend that really wants a mansion and I have a friend that wants to buy um, a Lambo for her dad and like all cash. And like, I have, I have like, you know, have had conversations with people where we, we look to these more material worth types of signals of symbols of what money can buy us, you know, as a, the ultimate point of redemption, I think. And, you know, I think that's awesome. I don't have any judgment for the person who's like, oh yeah, I want to get this for my family or, oh yeah, like I just, I really want to have the satisfaction of saying like, I did this and the satisfaction comes in being able to pay for all cash for the car and get the car keys, et cetera. Like totally, absolutely. That's really awesome for everyone that I've talked to that, that holds that as an ideal. But what's been really fascinating to discover for myself is like money is just not up there for me in terms of what I value, in terms of where I find fulfillment, where I find worth, where I find meaning. I think the most aspirational concept of financial freedom for me is not in buying a big ass mansion, but it's in going to the grocery store and not worrying about how much my peanut butter costs, honestly. Um, (laughs) So, and two, like, I don't even think, 
even though I do feel proud of myself for having a $200,000 year, I'm not all that proud of what I've done to get here. Like from a heart led, soul led business perspective, I don't know that I was always in integrity with that as being an ideal for my business. So sometimes I think I primarily agreed to a project because I knew that payout was going to be good. Sometimes I gave my energy to clients who didn't treat me with respect because they had a nice budget. Um, sometimes I pushed my body to get up at 5am when it was telling me that it just needed to rest. Like in a lot of ways I denied and, and maybe even too, it's kind of a harsh word, but like betrayed myself so that I could reach the goal that the Carly of three years ago would have been in awe of. But the reality of it is that I'm not really that person anymore. And the version of me today that is going to be in awe of the business that grows not by merit of chasing profit, but by doing like what sets my soul on fire. Like that's the shit that inspires me. That's the shit that motivates me. It's not working for the people that, you know, don't reciprocate my energetic commitment to the work and that just have a nice budget. Like that's not truth for me. It's truth for a lot of people in business. And like, that's awesome. But I think for, in terms of like what truly like gets me into a state of holy shit, I can't believe I did that was, is like following what's written on my heart to do following what's written, like in my soul, what, what do I have to share through my healing journey that can help someone else attain healing? And then somehow in some magical way, create abundance, stability, security for myself and, and earning from that place. So that's kind of where I'm at is really coming into more of an emotional goal of how I want to feel with my business, as opposed to the more tangible aspect of what do I want to earn in my business? Um, cause I, I've already, you know, reaching multiple six figures in revenue by the close of your second year, like, holy shit, I'd never in my wildest dreams would have imagined that that could be possible. So now that I've seen like, okay, I can prove the possibility now. This is definitely something that I can do. What does it mean to achieve that same level of milestone in a, from a perspective that doesn't, you know, self-betray or make me do stuff that I really don't want to be doing? I sincerely believe that, especially as women, like our desires as entrepreneurs, our desires as business owners, those are like our most divine pathways to doing the shit that we're meant to be doing in this life. And I think this next chapter of business for me for this year ahead is really just doing the stuff that's written on my heart to do. And like, you know, the person that's driven by hyper-masculine paradigms of doing business might think that I'm an idiot or might think that that's super lofty or so unrealistic or whatever, but... There's just something about what I've shown to myself in this, these past few years of what I, what's possible for me, what I can do that I think it's worth a gamble. <laughs> I think it's worth taking the risk and I'm, I'm really excited for what's ahead. So yeah, I think I just want to create a business that scales in line with the power of my love, my passion, like literally like trusting in the power of my heart to create abundance uh, the business that grows in radical trust of the work that energizes me, the work that has me feeling excited for the day ahead, the moment I open my eyes in the morning, the business where the more I do the work that lights me up, the more that I am supported. And I really have outgrown the energy of striving. I really don't have it in me anymore to push, to effort, to force, to convince, to impress, to prove. It just isn't there for me anymore. So I think for the year ahead, my business plan is to have more fun. Like that's the business plan is just to invite more playfulness, um, you know, energy, excitement, love for the work that I'm doing, like all of that, that is the business plan. 
I wrote a few weeks ago around how I want to really name my inner child the CEO of my business. Um, she's not looking to network and to make connections, et cetera. She's looking to make friends. Um, she's not looking to introduce new products and services that sound like they would sell. She's looking to have more fun, to lead dope programs that are going to create incredible impact for people that also happen to be wildly fun to, to facilitate. Um, I want to earn in line with telling stories that help others heal. I think that a lot of times healing work in the spiritual realm is not valued nearly as much as many other tangible things that we see in the online coaching, the online business world. But I believe there's no, there's no higher service that you can provide to someone than helping them heal. So I want to do a lot more work in that realm. And yeah, I think too, a major theme as well is to just trust in the feminine led business that revels in what is over the nonstop hyper-masculine impulse for more and more and more, more money, more goals, more earnings, more um, people working for me, more customers, more clients, more products. Like I'm done with the more, more, more push because the more that I emphasize and keep pushing, the less that I'm really brought into the present of cherishing what I have, cherishing the work that I'm currently doing, really being in the container with my clients as opposed to thinking what's next. What's the next goal? What's the next milestone that I want to crush? I'm over, I'm over wanting to crush things. I want to like be in things. I want to create things. So yeah, here is to a beautiful year ahead and, and one that is only ever enough. <laughs> so that is my TED talk for today. Thank you for listening to this first episode. It was honestly cathartic articulating this out loud. Um, yeah. And you know, if you have thoughts on really what you want 2023 to be from a feminine led business, from a spirituality perspective, please connect with me. I think it's really awesome to see people creating alternative goals for themselves when so much of what we see in this space is around financial milestones and just so much more of that 3D material side. I would love to know what your soul says around what 2023 holds for you. So I hope you all have had a beautiful start to the new year. Don't lose sight of your intention and what's written on your heart to do. Um, I think it's going to be a really incredible year for all of us. So thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Creatrix CEO podcast. If you enjoyed this conversation, it means the absolute world. If you can leave a quick star review or share your thoughts on the show. And in the instance that you want to learn more about me and my business, you can find me on Instagram at Carly Chetton. Thanks again for listening and never forget your power to create whatever it is that's written on your heart. I love you and I will see you next time.